They're real. They're relatable. The Brandon and Amy Show. Saturday afternoons on The Seagull. So maybe we're just becoming those hoity-toity upscale people. Or maybe we're just happy that we have an option because of the idiot vandals in our apartment complex who, for some reason, with no motivation, uh, vandalize the laundry machines. But I kind of get the whole laundry service thing now. I used to think, what? how wasteful is that? But Yeah, I used to. I've seen people on social media talking about, yeah, I took like the laundry got delivered today. And I'm like, who are you with that kind of budget? Yeah, laundry have service. Your laundry Ooh. delivered. And can't you do it yourself? But, yeah, right. but the thing is this, oh, a couple things. First of all, um, you know, a lot of laundry things are going touchscreen. And yeah. if you can't see... As we can't. Like we can't. You can't use them. Um, or if you just live with a bunch of ne'er-do-wells like we do. Well, yes, we definitely do. They're going to vandalize stuff and you're not going to be able to use it. And it was so like it's it seems crazy to pay for this. But I was such a happy girl. Like I got both the laundry bags back. Um, everything was nicely folded and stacked and, and like it looked all neat and pretty and it smelled nice and it was fluffy and cause they've done so much work on our washers and dryers too, that stuff was still yucky when it came out. Like it was just, so it smelled all nice and, you know, laundered and we didn't have to do a bunch of work to put it away. But that's the thing, right? Cause we'll often (laughs) do show stuff. And you'll do work stuff while we're doing the laundry. So we're always kind of having five, ten plates spinning in the air at one time. And the cool mm-hmm. thing about having something like a laundry service is, yeah, I can just focus on the task I'm doing. I don't need to be Mr. Stopwatch and, you know. Yep. You're not time and everything. Yeah, it's a little more expensive, but you know what? It was a convenience worth paying for, for sure. And we'll do it again. Yeah, And, you know, there's a local guy and he's a really nice guy. You know, I've, I've started to realize some of it is uh, some of it. The extra money is worth the experience of meeting somebody, because even yeah. though we're not going to be like best friends, it's just it's it's cool to be able to interact with some of the people. And, and just be able to, you know, have a quick conversation with them. Those those daily things. I think after the last three years of the pandemic, especially, you know, I get to have that conversation with the grocery store clerk or somebody yep. doing the laundry. I really appreciate even those like two minutes of conversation. I love that human connection. If you are having trouble getting your laundry done, it pays to check out your local, because that's how we found this one. Check out your local laundromats and see if they have a delivery service and they might just be able to hook you up. And if you want more crazy, cute couple conversations like this, check out our podcast at brandonandamyshow.com. All right. So I want to get you into this venture with me, right? I got a great business idea. It's going to be fantastic. I'm terrified. Totally unique. I'm terrified. (laughs) You know, I always come up with the best business ideas. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I want to start a company and all we're going to do all day long we're just going to have meetings. We're not no, going to actually do don't anything. Say the, don't say the M word. That's a bad word. We're not no. going to do anything that we actually say we're no. going to do. We're just going to have meetings. Not me. I said it again. No. Hey, Amy. <laughs> meetings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 
Yeah. If you are listening to us, we hope you found that funny. And I know you will if you work for a company that makes you have lots of meetings. See, I don't (laughs) work for her company directly, but I also get up with her in the morning. So, you know, we had to get up an extra hour early all because some people had to meet and do things. And then (laughs) nothing irritates me more. Uh, then knowing that I got up an hour early and then she goes to a meeting and they're like, Hey, so how's the weather in Cleveland? I love the fact I gotta say, I work with an awesome bunch of people. Um, I would like to go out and have a beer with every single one of them in the evening. And I love working with all of them. Like they're a bunch of very hardworking, very focused people. They're great. But Nobody derails a meeting like my coworkers who I love with all my heart in the morning when we're still trying to drink coffee and wake up 7 a.m. And we're uh, where I work is uh, on mountain time. And so um, they're a little bit ahead of us. And so it's 7 a.m. here and it's eight for them and they're all fine. They're like, yeah, we're up. We're going to have this morning meeting. Okay, great. Um, when you start a meeting, have an agenda. Yeah, Don't for real. let somebody derail it for 30 minutes when you have an hour slated to train or to talk about whatever you're going to talk about. Um, and, and it happens a lot. And I know it's not just where I work. Because I think it's everybody. Like oh, everybody yeah. has a really hard time focusing in meetings. And I'm kind of excited because we did a training recently about how to be more focused and uh, how to prepare agendas. And I feel like uh, my team at least is really trying to kind of work towards that. But there's yeah. always one person. <laughs> there's always one. Let me tell you what grinds my gears. Let me tell you what this horrible client did. And I'm so frustrated. And it's and I get it. I do. And and it's easy to vent. But yes. Man, but yeah. that's a that's a really dangerous risk to take with people who haven't been adequately coffeeed yet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking earlier about too many meetings and mm-hmm. I, it got me to thinking Amy was talking about how she has individual meetings sometimes too. But I feel it's OK when you kind of squirrel off into some other direction when you're dealing with one person because it's only up to the two people where the meeting ends up going. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's easier to kind of be focused and I feel like you can bring each other back on track even when it's just two of you when it's 10 of you or five or six of you like some of the things that I've been in um, if one person squirrels off and gets lost in the woods it can be really hard to bring them back and people will tangent and go wander down that path with them um and and it can be really hard to get everybody focused and and back i love one-on-ones in general though not that i have a problem with getting with people but the thing about one-on-ones is i just feel like so much more often gets accomplished when you get groups of people who can kind of have this sort of one-on-one thing and the rest can be done through this magic little thing called email Mm. email email use it more and while you're on your email afterwards go to brandon and amy show.com and keep up with us and everything brandon and amy show 
I think you're starting to learn this. I think you probably have in the past as well, and other people learn this. But there's a thing when people work or when they get involved with projects, where it seems that they might become too helpful sometimes with things. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I have to be careful because my job is to support people, but technically only really one person. Um, but it's really hard because I see, you know, my other coworkers and, and people on our team having all this stuff to do and, 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 you know, we'll be in a meeting and they'll be talking about all these things and how stressed they are and whatever. And I'll be like thinking, gosh, I could, I could probably take some of that work off their plate and I could help them write this and I could help them write that. And, uh, my boss is in my head in the back of my mind going, no, you're mine. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, Okay. But I think even if you do support one person, you need to also make sure that, well, it's great. You want to be helpful and you want to be helpful and you want to be helpful and you want to do your job, obviously. Um, but for me, balance is really hard because, yeah. you know, um, in my mind, well, and probably in my boss's too, some stuff needed to be done yesterday <laughs> and it's yeah. all important and it all is priority. Um, and, and, this isn't about anything against her because she's great, but you know, it, it is not, it's, it's, it's me. It's when somebody gives me something, I have to do this now because you know, this is obviously important or they wouldn't give it to me. And so prioritizing yourself and how much help you give other people in the workplace is, is a, challenging thing i think that's a new year's resolution to work toward i think everybody wants to work out and do this but i think really uh budgeting your time yes. everybody always talks about budgeting your money but budgeting your time is probably one of the most important things you can do yep i really have to sit back and be like okay i actually know that this task is more important to her than this task for right immediately right yeah you know um because to me well everything has to get done now so yeah and while you're budgeting time budget about 30 minutes of your time every week to listen to the brandon and amy show podcast on apple google spotify and amazon, amazon. love how i just slipped that right in mm -hmm. all right hold on for a second i'm gonna i'm gonna lean in here I'm, I'm, I'm getting close to Amy's ear. What are you doing? I'm getting close to her. You can't hear the ocean that I way. I can't hear the ocean. <laughs> I don't understand. Why can't I hear the ocean? Oh, the lies they told us when we were kids. Yeah. You're lying bastards. Our parents were. Yes. <laughs> I mean, lies. I guess you kind of got see even then I knew it. I, I guess I kind of knew that there was like a similar sound. Maybe it was like when you're a kid, you kind of play along with things, even though you know they're silly, but the whole seashells. Yeah. Thing, which I'm sure you, especially listening, if you are listening in the greater Ocean City slash Delaware area, are very familiar with this, being yep. as there is lots of oceans around the area. And you're probably I, does that happen? Did your did your parents actually tell you that, or because you live by the ocean, did it even matter? <laughs> well, I live by the. I mean, I didn't live by the ocean, but I mean, I grew up around the ocean in South Florida, and we. Yeah. Um, it was a thing. You just, it was always, you take the seashell, you put it up against your ear, you can hear the ocean. <laughs> yeah. It was just and really, it's just thing. cupping your ear, but it's, it's still, it's still silly. I, it's, I don't know. I never understood that. I'm trying to think of other silly things. I mean, I know this is a topic we've talked about before in, in other aspects of other lies that our parents have told us, but I'm just thinking of like silly things that our parents have done. 
I can't think of one that my parents did, even though I know there's lots, but it just popped into my mind. There was a, <laughs> there was somebody that like one of our teachers, uh, when I was in elementary school used to say, if you sat too close to the television, you would go blind and <laughs> you grew up without sight. That was the whole most hilarious thing ever to me. I was born in front of a television, <laughs> in front of the television. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there was one other one I was trying to think of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's the lie of, oh, don't swallow a watermelon seed or it's going to grow in your stomach. Oh, yeah. Or um, if I swallowed an orange seed, oranges were going to grow in my heart. In your, wait, wait, in your heart? I never yes. heard this one before. Yeah, I was told that they were going to grow in my heart, not in my stomach. Oranges were going to grow in my heart in your that is a new one. I did not hear. I'm just like, I mean, I I can't believe I'm trying to rationalize. Oh, well, if it grew in your stomach, it would make sense. But growing in your heart, that's just blasphemy. (laughs) Can you imagine, though, we'd all be walking around with like little orange tumors, Uh, watermelon tumors. Sorry, I'm having heart. I'm having heart problems. What do you eat too much uh, spicy food? No, dude, too many orange orange seeds. too many orange seeds I swallowed and they all grew in there. It's a different kind of heart disease. Mad orange disease. <laughs> Mad orange disease. I'm sure that it's probably just me, but when I was especially a little kid, I was terrified of little animals that run and jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a story. Oh, boy. So as one does, uh, when I was, I think I was about four or five, I think I was little, little. Um, My dad took me to the park to feed the ducks, as you do. You know, you feed the ducks and you give them bread, you know. Well, it came to pass that apparently uh, one of the ducks decided that uh, maybe we might have bread also in our truck. Oh, no. Um, There must have been a little hungry thing. Oh, no. So I'm a little kid, you know, wearing my little flippy flops as kids do. Get in the truck and all of a sudden this little quacking object, a.k.a. the duck, jumps in the truck down on the floorboard where my feet were. And started mm-hmm. trying to nibble at my f- toes. Oh my god! There's bread in there. Scared the crap out of me as a kid. And then it was even worse because I was scared and I was screaming. And as kids do, you know the high pitched girly voice. And the duck <laughs> was scared too. I think of that. Plus, I think it realized, hey, I jumped in this big high truck because it was pretty high off the and ground. And I have no control and now. now. I have no control, and I don't know how to get out. Oh yeah. And so then the duck started panicking. So eventually, uh, my dad got the the duck out. But yeah, it was. It, it was. You know what? Bet it never did that again, though. Although knowing ducks, ducks are dumb. Ducks though. are stupid. Ducks are stupid. Ducks They'll do are it again. Stupid like turkeys and chickens. Yes. I bet they actually probably did have that problem again. But maybe it was sick too. I'm just trying to think. Ducks don't so. usually get that intentionally close to people. You know what though? I was thinking about this as you were telling the story, and I'm thinking, 
Um, you know what? Animals get close to whatever person actually because maybe it was let go by its mother too soon or something like that. Because remember how like mm-hmm. birds and, and ducks and different things like that will like attach itself to whoever gives it the most attention. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it could just be a situation like that, but that's oh, I don't man, know, but it was crazy. not fun. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever do you ever think sometimes when you're eating duck and be like, I'm getting back at you for that. <laughs> Now you're gonna be in my stomach, quack now, duck. <laughs> is it just me, or is January one of the craziest months of the year? Uh, you know, December nobody does anything. I mean, they do, but they don't. You, you get what I'm saying? I mean, people will get some things done, but it's overall all the work they do not give you in December. It's like, hey, we now want twice or three times the amount of work in January. December is that month where everybody is thinking about the holiday, so they don't want to do anything. It's that year, it's that month time of the year when you go, I've worked hard all year. This is my month. And yeah. so people work is really it's slow. Um yeah, and Christmas might as well be a month. I really might as really, well. Really, really, it's true. It's true. It may as well be. So yeah, January is crazy. But it's crazy in a bunch of different ways too. It's crazy in the the whole the work is is, is busy because everybody's trying to come back um you know after the new year and start everything out with a bang and we're gonna do these things and we got big goals and rah rah rah. And that's yeah. cool. That's awesome. I'm all for that. Um but it's also the time of wild weather, though. Oh, dude, and that combined with each other? Not combine those. Two oh things. man. Well, it's not just that, but it's, I mean, yeah. also make realistic goals because I find that people get like really, I don't know, they get really like their goals idealistic, are very lofty, and not in an in, in very much an idealistic sense. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of the year, you know, people have the lofty business goals, or they have the lofty, uh, you know. I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to lose 50 pounds in six months. Yeah. And you get that gym membership and you might go for a month, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then let's say you have crazy rainy weather and lots of flooding and all kinds of stuff, which we know a lot about, don't we? We sure do. Um, And so you have that problem. Well, so then you don't go to the gym for about two or three weeks and then you're and then like, you get out of the habit, get out of the habit. There goes your lofty goal. By the way, I I was just thinking about this because I you know I try not to just be judgmental. I try to be helpful as well. So yes. um, I really recommend a book. I can't actually think of the author's name, but uh, look up the book uh, Atomic, Atomic Habits. Habits. It's, the guy's first name is James, but I can't think. What yeah, James Clear, I believe. Yes, I think oh, it's James yes, Clear. It actually, James I was Clear. literally thinking about that on the spot. James Clear, Atomic Habits. I I am not getting any commission for this whatsoever. I'm just telling you about this because I think. Think this book might change your life. So if you actually want to go somewhere this new year, I definitely recommend getting Atomic Habits by James Clear. You know, now that I'm going to class and working, I really need to reread that. Yeah, for real. We, we need I really focus. need to reread that because now I'm thinking of so many other ways I could apply the stuff, but I can't remember it all because we kind of stalled in the middle of the book. Yeah. Isn't that ironic? We read a book about habits habits, and then we don't continue to read it. And we got out of the habit of reading out of the habit of reading the book about habits. Mm -hmm. There's irony for you. Brought to you by the Brandon and Amy show. It's Brandon's birthday. (laughs) 
Actually, well, well, yeah, by the time this airs, it'll be your birthday. Uh, well, actually, a couple days oh, from yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be a couple. It's still Tuesday. Yes, it's going to be on that Tuesday, but I'm just considering it because it's in the middle of the week. I'm just going to call it. I'm going to do it like every basic white girl does. It's my birthday week. Oh, my God. Every day is a birthday. No, no, no. It's a whole week. It's it's all dedicated that, to me. No, sweetie. That's. You know those a chicks though, don't month. That's what those chicks You hear those do. chicks though? They, they do a birthday they month. They do the whole birthday month thing. It's like, I'm going traveling. It's my birthday. It's kind of like what we were talking about earlier with the Christmas thing, how everybody mostly thinks it's Christmas in December. There are women out there, and I'm sorry, it is women. There's no dude I know of at all that does this. It's all women. Sorry, I'm going to be sexist here because it's a fact. Women will take the whole month of whatever their birthday is and just be like, I don't want to work hard. It's my birthday month. Is that the drunk sorority girl that you met at the bar? Yes. <laughs> like yes. That. That's um, the girl who grew up after being in a sorority drunk every week who thinks it's her birthday for a whole month. So, all right. So maybe men do this if they have a pretty high level of testosterone. But... <laughs> I love that word. But anyway, go on. Yes, I don't know any dude that does this, but it's funny because it's like that whole, oh, it's my birthday and it's all about me. <laughs> um, and while I understand that, okay, in theory, your birthday is the one day out of the year. Day, hear that day. One day. Hello, Miss Birthday Month. Like, oh my God. Yes, it is the one day out of the year that you get to say, it's all about me. And while I actually applaud that, <laughs> it doesn't always get to be all about you. I just thought about and something. And that was fun when you were like 11 or 12. Yeah, but honestly, exactly. as an adult, all about you, kind of it, that, that whole concept when it's your birthday, it's your birthday's just aren't as fun. Dude, all about me is literally just laying down in bed and listening to music yes. and just relaxing for Having a Having dinner that I didn't cook. Yes. I don't care if somebody else cooks it or if we pulled something leftover out of the freezer or if we, um, I almost said rented. No, you don't rent a meal. You, you rent a meal. Hey, hey, you want this bag? After I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> You want this ribeye back? I'm just, I'm just renting the meal. You can have it back when I'm done with it. <laughs> and like a rental, you know, like people, people make do horrible things to their apartment. You'd come back and find like somebody ate part of it and they spat it out on one side of the tray or something nasty. All right, like we're we're going to go now. <laughs> we're just going to leave. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> All right. We got a few minutes to fill cats or dogs. Both, but I like kitties too. Kitties are the best. I like kitties. Why do you like kitties better than dogs? Because they're kind of like me where dogs like dogs are like the and it's weird because I can do business meetings and different things like that. But dogs are like the extroverts that like every time you come around. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? What is going on? Pet me. Love me. Yeah. And the cats are kind of like me and it's like, yeah, I'm here. If you want to give me attention, you can. I'm worthy of it, but I'm not moving. No, wait. Okay, that's true. Except the characteristic that dogs do not possess that cats do that drives me batty is that cats yes do do as you described you know they kind of lay over and they're like okay i'm here <laughs> she said doo doo you know 
Shut up, Beavis. All right. So, so they do lay around and, and whatnot. And they're like, yeah, I'm here. Pet me. I'm worthy. But then there's that cat that's just like, screw you. Leave me alone. I'm laying here, but I'm not in the mood for you to touch me and pet me. And so they scratch at you or swat at you or nip at you. No, I hate those cats. Those cats. Those, no, 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 no. I don't like those cats. And those are the kind of cats that we always had uh, growing up. We, oh, that's sad. I had yeah. one cat that was not so, like that. I understand why there are people that might not like cats as much just simply because if you're only aware of that kind of cat that they only want affection, like if the cats that we, that that I'd had, or, you know, hopefully we'll be able to get a cat of our own someday. Yeah. But, uh, and he's not going to stay in the yard. No, um, no. <laughs> but uh, actually, that's two cats in the yard. I was, I was about to say, were you making references to a Crosby, Stills, and Nash song? I was, but that's two cats, not one cat. Anyway, um, if we ever have a cat, hopefully our cats will be like affectionate like you. Like you yeah, don't exactly. swat at me. You want hugs and whatnot all the, the time. The one thing I'm also <laughs> not going to do is I'm not going to rub my tongue across your face. Oh, cat's tongues. <laughs> Cats, t- I don't necessarily like it when dogs lick my face either. I don't just don't like my face being licked. It's just the, but um, yeah, Brandon, I'll never lick my face. Okay, <laughs> that the moral of the story, fellas, is don't, don't lick, lick your, your girlfriend's, girlfriend's face. face. There we go. You know what? We're just gonna wrap it up there. Bye. <laughs>